This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Nigga, this is the 15th motherfucking time that I called and left your ass messages. I done text your bitch ass and you ain't respond to nothing. What the fuck is you doing? Who the fuck is you out there with? You think I'm stupid. My girls already done put me up on your ass tonight. When you get home, I got some news for your bitch ass. Why you coming home? Five in the morning. Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? Don't play me like a fool, cause that ain't cool. So what you need to do is let me smell your dick. It's four o'clock and I'm sleeping. It's late night and you creeping. You could have told me I'm leaving. Now I know you out here cheating. Why you gotta do me like that? When I call you, don't call me back. Texting you like, nigga, where you at? That's fucked up. Why you do me like that? Mm, I'm dead sleeping. You tricking in the club with dirty foot bitches. Welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That is an early 2000 hit by Risque called Smell Your Dick. Um, produced by DJ Quest. Shout out to DJ Quest. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know that that song, but it's honestly, it's it's up there in one of the most iconic. I guess you would call these female rap. Yeah, they're female rappers. Yeah. And if you were listening to last week's episode, bitch, this this song, if it came out this year, it would be released in the pop category in the Grammys. But anyways, moving right along, I do want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast five stars and five stars only. Okay. Thank you to y'all. I do want to give a shout out to in. Hobie and well that's the username on Apple Podcasts says love the show when this podcast drops I rush to listen to it because it makes me laugh so much and brings me so much joy it's crazy that you're a solo podcast because I know how hard it is for some someone to talk for an hour and the audience still be interested but I literally wish it was longer thank you and hopefully you'll consider more episodes a week thank you girl See, this is the bullshit I've been talking about. Let me turn this off. Um, Thank you. In I wish I had the, the name. I feel like that's not your name. In g- Girl, thank you um, for the, um, the review. And shout out to all the 661 other reviews and the hundreds of reviews that are five star on Sp- Spotify as well. So thank you guys so much for doing that. I was listening to the Mariah podcast last night. And they were saying how the when people review and rate the the podcast, it'd be helping with the charts or whatever. Like you can get up on it, like it helps. 
I don't know what it does really, but it does something to help with the charts. Because I was always when I was like, bitch, how am I? I mean, I know the girls listen. Like a lot of people listen to the show, which is wild. But like, and and the numbers are growing than when I was doing this over a year ago. Like I already debuted. Not, <laughs> not to like you know be that girl. Like, <laughs> not to really, not to really give it off like that. But like. The doll already debuted on the charts. The first episode was already charting on the charts, bitch. So it's like, I'm on both charts. The so Spotify charts and the Apple Music, I mean, the Apple Podcast charts. So the doll, like, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, like, really give it off. But, like, the dolls, you know, it's not something the doll in this podcast is not um, accustomed to, used to. And um, it's very similar territory. Like, it's something I'm used to. No, I'm just kidding. But, um... I didn't know that. I didn't know that the reviews can help with the charts because they were saying like when they, when people review their podcast, they move up on the charts. So um, a shout out to the Mariah podcast. I was listening to I'm such a weirdo, like when it comes to like music comment. I love music commentary, but I love in-depth music like documentaries, like behind the scenes shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I rarely, I don't really care about like this song won so many Grammys. This I don't really care. I want to know what happened in the booth, bitch. I want to know what happened in the studio. I want to know how like Mariah, what happened when you wrote that? Like, you know. So one day it was early 2020 before the pandemic really hit and shattered the girls and really you know, threw us to a fucking tailspin. But I typed in my spot. I was getting ready to go into the shower. And, okay, this is like TMI, but like, I think I also really need to point this out. I peed and then I went to go, you know, flush the toilet, but then went to go to um, take a shower. And I don't know really why I just said that because it's really not part of the story, but it's, I'm going to get there in a minute. But I went, I typed in Breakdown because Breakdown is my favorite Mariah Carey song of all time so i was like i typed in breakdown and i saw like oh my god like there was not only just a song but there was an actual podcast episode dedicated to the song breakdown and just kind of like the back history behind the song and that's how i stumbled upon the mariah report and ever since then i've been like a huge fan of the podcast anyways back to peen which this is not even like these mariah and the mariah report and breakdown have nothing to do with urine but i just wanted to be make it very clear that I know the girls, and I've said this, I've learned this. There's a like every most people, like I think it's a like 60% last time I checked, pee in the shower. And I'm getting to the point to where I'm I'm not as vehemently against it for other people, other people, other people, other people. I'm not saying about myself. I'm not against it for other people. I just, you know, the thing with that is I just I'm always confused because every time I've taken a shower in my lifetime, and I've only lived in the United States, I've never lived in, I don't know, other corners and crevices of the world, but I guess I've been privileged to every time I've taken a shower, there's always a toilet in the same room that the shower is in. So I just... I think since a little kid, I just was, I don't remember being taught this, but I just was like, you know, this is a, this, if you're going to use the restroom, use the restroom right here in the toilet, you know, 
And when you get into the shower or bath, whatever you're doing, that is your time to really clean your body. And um, just my mom was always adamant about definitely the house itself has to be clean. But the kitchen and the bathroom has to be immaculate at all times because the bathroom is where you clean yourself and wash your body and just it needs to be clean. You know what I'm saying? When you step into the tub, my mom, I know this is so OD and I should probably not really share this. Well, she wouldn't really care. But every time my mom took a shower or like she literally would spray down. Like I don't know why she would do like I mean I don't OD like this, but my mom literally before she gets into the a tub or a shower or whatever, she will literally like clean the tub. Because she's like, I just, my feet are in the, t- I don't know. But she just would clean, not like a full on like major clean, but she would spray down the thing and then leave for a little bit and then come back, wipe down the tub or the shower or whatever. And then, but she, every single time she would take a, a bath or a shower. And a lot of my families like that, especially when we travel, I don't do this, but um, <clears throat> they will like bring like, this is so OD. <laughs> they will bring like, at least a Lysol spray or something to spray down like hotels and definitely clean the bathroom themselves. Like they will like get in there and clean the bathroom. Like I don't like, that's just how I grew up. Like I, I realized the older I get, I'm like, that's a little OT and most people don't do that. But um, shout out to y'all. If y'all are listening and y'all bring your own cleaning supplies on planes and shit and be cleaning down the hotels. Shout out to you, bitch. Um, so anyways, back to peeing in the shower. I understand that the girls do that. And, you know, I don't really got no beef with it anymore. But as for me, I just feel like if the toilet is right there, it will behoove you to just, you know, it's it's not like a lot of time, I think. Uh, I don't, I just feel like it's just would be so easy to just use the restroom and relieve yourself of your bodily excrements and juices and, you know, like right there. And let it wash down that you know they're like well it's the same drain it's like it is the same drain but it's like what if the pee is just all up on your toes you know what i'm saying like that's listen that's not my ministry that's not something i really want and okay it's really not to be shady to the women's who be listening to this podcast but like even the, the girls was like i just be peeing in the shower and i'm like y'all got pussy bitch <laughs> like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all got pussy. Like, <laughs> like, it's not a penis. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all, like, h- y'all just let it run down your leg. Like, how does it work? Like, actually, I don't want to know because it's gonna it's gonna lead to more questions. And I just I don't really need to know these things. But it's in my mind, I'm like, y'all like squat, do it be spraying on your ankles, do it run down your kneecap? Like, what what's going I just it's just the it's just wild to me when there's literally a toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like the toilet is right there. You don't want to use. You don't. It's just like oh fuck that toilet. Like why? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like imagine like going house hunting or whatever and like be like oh why is this toilet here? Like we don't even need it right. Like I'm just going to just you you know relieve myself in the shower. That is just, it's just it's just wild to me. But girl. This lady then jumped up on damn near TikTok yesterday talking about some, 
um, she was replying to some some video, and it was basically saying how like men don't like wipe their ass or no wash their assholes in the shit. I'm gonna throw up. I don't even know if I could talk about this. I just ate like ten minutes ago, so <sighs> I don't know if I could talk about this. Child, I might need to change the subject. I'm gonna actually. I might throw up. Hold on. Okay, she was like, "How men don't wash their assholes," and I'm gonna throw up. <coughs> okay, I got this. And so she asked her husband. <coughs> she asked her husband or her fiance, boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> She was like, oh, this is what I, like, when you're in the shower, do you wash your your ass? He said, well, the water gets it. And she said, but no, do you, like, spread it and, like, really be getting in there? He said, no, the water does enough. And she just started laughing. And, like, I will break up with him. You know, like, I would literally break up with him. Like, that would, I mean, we would never actually get to that point in our life. Me, as a gay man, like, we would never actually... I would, you could not, I'm going to throw up. We could, me and myself can never get to that point. But if I was a straight woman and I got to that point with my significant other bitch, we would break up on the spot, like immediately, immediately. I don't, I don't know like how to really explain this, but if you are a whole entire adult, and you're just not using soap and water on your body. I just feel like there's nothing there's nothing that you could learn at that point. It's really downhill at that. You got to throw the whole entire human away. There's nothing you can do. You know, like you can't like at that point, like if it was like a little kid, a little four-year-old, five-year-old or whatever, and, you know, like, they don't really know what's going on, you could kind of teach them, you know, but once they get into, once they all, this it's a wrap. You can't tell them shit, bitch. Like, it's, you got to throw the whole entire human being away. A part of me, I just get so scared for a multitude of reasons if I'm going to have kids because, one, bitch, we may not even have this damn planet, okay? <clears throat> Especially with global warming, honey. And the snow crabs already just going out. Like, we may not have this planet come in 50, 60 years. So, and I'm not doing anything to alleviate the problem. I'm not. Bitch, I don't, I mean, I say, like, you know, I don't care. But when I say I don't care, it's because I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Like, I know that really is sex for, like, the turtles and, like, the global warming and stuff. But, like, I don't plan on being on this earth another, what, I'm 35 years old. Bitch, max 50. Max 50. I know the girls is living out to these long ages. I don't know if that is for me. If the Lord knocks on my door at 75 and said, come on, I'm like, you ain't got to tell me twice. Get me out of here. 75, that seems like a great, that seems like a, like you done seen a lot and you done gone through different stages and like 75 seems like a great time to die. You know what I'm saying? 85 is like, damn, it's, you're really, it's like them the rough years, bitch. 
95 and a hundred no that sounds like hell on earth that sounds like being trapped in a fucking prison bitch Mm-mm. i can't do it so with that being said i probably got me another 40 years on earth max and with the way i eat bitch um probably 30 but um so i don't really give a fuck about nobody's damn global warming however if i had kids i probably would but by that time it's like bitch that's not really my responsibility to you know switch over to metal straws bitch it's the politicians you know what i'm saying it's y'all's shit that y'all gotta deal with we've been asking y'all over and over and over again but like y'all put profits before the the betterment of like we ain't gonna have no fucking earth to profit off of but girl anyways so i don't even know where i can't how i even oh so if i had the another thing is like i just would be so scared to raise a child that like just learned to just be like i don't want to use soap and water like it's just it is really it is it is wild to me i just and you know i've gone on this podcast at least countless times i watched that movie there's this Netflix movie called The It Girl or The Favorite Girl. Some shit, bitch, on Netflix. And you know, I don't really fuck with Netflix because the programming is really mid-level. But there's this movie with Mila Kunis, The It Girl, The Luckiest, I think it's called The Luckiest Girl, The Luckiest Girl on Earth. Some shit, bitch. I don't know. But I watched it while I was in Puerto Rico with ashley and one it was a good movie we really enjoyed it and then two i really needed to watch that movie because i was spiraling in puerto rico that night um i don't really think i mentioned too much of it but bitch when i tell you i was tired and hungry and just exhausted and working on one hour sleep bitch so anyways great movie but i will say the whole time i was watching the movie i kept thinking like damn mila kunis don't shower (laughs) Remember when Mila Kunis and and Austin Powell, Austin, what's his name? Ast, Ashton Kutcher was on on somebody's damn interview talking about some, yeah, we don't really bathe our bathe ourselves or even our kids until like we really really need to just to get rid of the salts. I was like, you know what? This is so nasty. I can't imagine how them sheets smell. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't imagine like the dirt and grime that is embedded in those fabrics of the sheets and then the legs of your pants, you know, like you're under, like I'm, I just can't imagine how that household smells. I can't imagine it. <sighs> Somebody asked me today on Snapchat, they're like, what do you do um, with your cat's litter and stuff like that? Like, I change it very frequently. I clean my house all the time. Um, I clean my house every day. But I do, like, a 30-minute clean. Like, nothing, like, major. Maybe a 30, 40-minute clean. Yesterday, I cleaned for a little bit over an hour. Um, but that's just because I changed the litter. So that takes about, like, 15 minutes to kind of clean that out. But I vacuum every day. I wipe down things every day. I clean my bathroom every day, you know, with with actual cleaning products. 
y'all were really tagging me in all these mommy dearest posts over the weekend when i was not i mean i guess i was spiraling because when i re-watched those videos on snapchat i kind of was spiraling when i was cleaning before saturday or on saturday but the fact that y'all were tagging me in mommy dearest photos is hysterical especially with fucking ryan in the background scared um but anyways enough about cleanliness and i don't even know how that was so unprovoked of me like i really went on a tangent about urine and cleaning yourself and men not wiping their asses i just can't moving right along a saturday i want to go see my man um nodal and the mexicans in new york city are wild first off i didn't know there was that many mexicans in new york city or the tri-state area for that matter I didn't, I was kind of like, I'm not trying to like downplay my baby's success, but I was like, oh, he's, he sold out Barclay Center. Okay, cute. I mean, not saying I'm surprised that he wouldn't, but like, I was just like New York. Like, I don't really, when I think about Mexican shit and and he sings Mexican shit, he don't sing like Latin, like it's Latin music, but it's not like, how can I put it? for those who are not really familiar with, like, regional Mexican music. Like, he's not singing a Latin genre that kind of transcends throughout. I mean, technically, it kind of does now, but it's very, it's super Mexican. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, not like Grupo Ferme type Mexican, but it's it's Mexican-ish. So, I was like, damn, I was really kind of looking forward to, like, who gonna be up in this bitch? Like, I don't know who gonna be in here, bitch. These tickets are sold out. I don't know who gonna be in here, bitch. Then Mexicans was so not funny, but like just different, you know. And I respect that. I like it. But like I grew up with like California Mexicans, you know what I'm saying? And then understanding like Mexico City Mexicans, which are two different type of Mexicans, to be quite honest, but not too too far off, you know what I'm saying? And I'm very familiar with the Texas Mexicans, but bitch, I never knew about no east coast new york mexicans bitch like they, it i mean it is a very it is a very wild <laughs> it's <is> like <laughs> i mean it's just interesting to see bitch it was a lot of ed hardy moments like it was a lot of ed hardy it, i mean not ed hardy but like that whole aesthetic you know what i'm saying and like i only i didn't see a lot of people in like you know, like the little cowboy hats or whatever, and like botas, but they were definitely, it was like, it was just not weird, but like it was just interesting because there was like this whole, like clearly they were more influenced with like Caribbean Latins, like very Puerto Rican, very Dominican. So like there was like a, a lot of influence, like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, this is interesting. Like, so instead of like, sombreros they were wearing like fedoras or like um like i don't know what these hats are called but like fedoras and like paperboy hats and i was like this is very interesting um and the hair colors were wild like it was just it was just a it was a sight to see i was like you know what work mexicans and they was mexicans they was mexican mexicans because they was bringing in their flags and really showing the fuck out. But I was just very like, oh, my God, this is so different and very interesting, you know? 
Um, but the concert was cute. I left a little bit early because I wanted to just get back home. And I didn't want to be in that rush to get on the train. Um, which kind of sucks because it's like, it's so, I just hate how like, if I left, I, I checked, if I left my house, it was going to be $80 to get to Brooklyn and it was going to take 50 minutes versus taking the express train, which is right by my house. And for $2 and 75 cents, I'll get there in like 39, 40 minutes. And I was like, bitch, I was really about to pay that $80, but it's like, I'm really trying to do things now in my life that just make a little bit more sense, you know? Because my accountant was like, he showed me a number. He said, if you kind of pull back on certain things, this is how much money you can save each month. And I was like, girl, this is probably some bullshit. But he was like, no, like, you really can. So I did it last month. And I didn't do it fully, but I did, like, 50% of it. And I saved a lot of money. You know, a few thousand here and there. And so I was like, no, bitch, I should. So instead of, you know, I do my laundry at least once a week. And it was costing me about $70 for them to pick up my laundry, drop it off. Plus, you know, I tipped the motherfucker. So it's damn near $80 for some damn laundry. And it's only three loads. Bitch, if I do my laundry here in my building, it's $7.50 for three loads. With unlimited, like, dry time or whatever. Do I want to do it? No. But it's quicker and it's faster. And I save fucking, what? 70 bucks. Which, I'm going to spend that $70 somewhere else, but, like, let me decide, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just trying to, like, be a little bit more, you know, do I need to do this? Do I need, do I, you know, it's faster and quicker and cheaper to take the train. However, I did regret it because I got on the train and I got to 34th Street. And, bitch, when I said, like, these two, they look like Dope Sick Love, bitch. Have y'all seen that HBO documentary? It's called Dope Sick Love. It's about the junkies and the um the heroin addicts or the the junkies girl and i think they're in new york city and they are fighting in the street bitch google youth bitch i swear to god google on youtube dope sick love that shit is hysterical i mean it's actually sad it's not a funny thing It's actually not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually not funny, to be honest. It's actually a very serious thing because these people are addicted to drugs. <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing at the fact that they're addicted to drugs. I'm not. But if you know, if the the clip that's running in my mind right now is hysterical, <laughs> these, this man and this woman are fighting in the middle of the street. <laughs> It's the it's one of the funniest clips. It's not like okay. Let me stop making light of people's downfalls. Anyways, it's called Dope Sick Love. So these these two couple came in, and I I didn't even like I was watching The Crown, had my earphones in or whatever, but I smell some urine, some piss, and I said, "Hold the guy, what the fuck?" Turned over, and there's this couple, Dope Sick Loving. Just smelling like piss, bitch. Like, I'm like, damn, bitch. And not like any type of piss, bitch. I'm talking about like 
three, seven, nine day old piss. Bitch, like ain't drink a, a droplet of water. No H2O, bitch. Just drinking soda and meth. That's what it was giving, bitch. It's just giving like dehydration piss. Brown piss. Ugh. I was like, damn, how? And bitch, how does how I smell you all the way over here? And that's the shit that's like, bitch. My accountant who lives in San Diego, he's like, oh, just take the train. I'm like, it's easy for you to say, but like, it's really annoying for me. Like when it's a smooth ride, ain't nobody doing no shit, ain't no weird shit going on. I can handle it, but it's a lot of weird shit going on in the train right now, and I just can't. I can't be bothered, bitch. I can't because it just my it just drives my nerves up. I don't feel well, you know. But baby, they was accosting my motherfucking nose hairs, singed because they were smelling like some damn piss. Anyways, um, the show was good. I left a little early, but you know what it made me start to think of is like I'm, and I don't know if this is like. I don't know where this is coming from. And it's not coming from like a mean place or like a, a I don't like people place or anything. But I'm getting to the point where I just really am enjoying my time alone of being alone. I don't really think I do well anymore in large settings or with lots of people. And I've always really been like that. But um and I've noticed over the years, I'm getting less and less, like, able to just, like, be okay with being in large settings. You know, like, one or two people, that's my, that's the the sweet spot. Like, one or two people I'm happy with. But when it's, like, a lot of people or, like, just, I just read, I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to leave early, ready to go home, don't want to be there. You know, and it's not against anybody. It's just, I just want to be home. I think that's what happened when I was in Puerto Rico was, it was, well, it was a lot of things happening, but I was tired for one, <clears throat> very tired, but it was a, it was a large, large group of people and not just any type of group of people, like actors, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to shade nobody. I'm really not, but like. If you're in a room full of, like, actors and, like, theater people, no shade to them. I'm, it's really no shade. I swear to God, it's really not coming from a shady place. But they just drain you down, bitch, because everyone's fighting for, like, a, a moment to be seen. It's just, like, they are on go. Like, they are just performing, child. And a part of me is like, damn, y'all niggas got ADD. What is going on? I'm I'm exhausted looking at y'all, being around y'all. You know what I'm saying? Lovely people, but it's like, damn, it's it was it's it's a lot. So <laughs> once I left and got back to the room, and me and Ashley ordered food and watched the movie, it was the best thing because it's like just me and her. One on like you know, I just I like smaller, smaller moments you know and it's so weird because so much of me and my identity is kind of comes from this 
you know, life of the party type person, the funny person, the, you know, the lively person. And it's like the older I'm getting, I'm just like, I just don't, I just don't want to be around stuff like that. Like, I don't want to do small talk. I don't want to like, I just, and then I feel like this anxiety because it's like, wow, now people are going to think I have an attitude. And it's not the fact that I have an attitude. I just, I'm really in my head right now thinking, wow, I should, one, remove myself. And then two, damn, why the fuck did I get here? How did, why did I come here? You know? So needless to say, I've just become not really antisocial, but I mean, technically I would be textbook antisocial, but I'm not. Like, I really enjoy, a friend of mine came over on Sunday to watch the game with, bitch, This is why I really need to do, take listen to y'all and start my Game of Thrones podcast because there's a lot to say about this and I just I just I don't have the bandwidth right now to even get into it. But anyways, Sunday a friend of mine came over and I baked cookies, we had wine, watched the Game of Thrones thing, and it was the best night ever. Just me and him talked, kikied. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't imagine having like eight people, 10 people over to watch Game of Thrones. It's just, I can't, you know, like I just need like minimum of three, three to four people max. And even that's kind of pushing it. And I just don't know how I've gotten to that space. I don't know what it is. I think something about moving back to New York really did change me because just being in constant interaction with people and things and not like the minute you leave your door it's just too much too much going on sometimes and it's a nice energy at times I don't mind it but then there's something about the minute I get back home and close that motherfucking door baby oh bitch heavenly heavenly it's just divine it is just really scrumdiddlyumptious and I just be in my home you know, there is nothing There is nothing more divine than being in your home. Also, so y'all's prayers worked, bitch. I'm going to Tokyo. November. What am I going? November, bitch, I don't know. The 13th. Yes, the 13th. So I'll arrive in Tokyo on the 14th. But um, I'm so excited. Plus, they confirmed my my beds, bitch. So sometimes they'd be like, bitch, you got to wait, you know, closer to the day. And they're like, no, we'll confirm you right now. I said, well, thank God. Because the way it's been going, me trying to book these damn trips. So I'm so excited. I'm thinking I'm probably going to... Let me get there first. I'm there for eight... Well, technically nine days, but one day is a travel day. I'm there for eight full days but a part of me is like let me get there first i might extend my trip a little later because there's a lot of shit i want to do but um i really want to go to disneyland but the bitch the fucking tickets you can't buy the tickets on the disneyland website in tokyo so then you got to go to this other bullshit and they sold out for the dates that are available like they sold out for like two months i'm like low-key panicking and spiraling because if i get to tokyo and i can't go to tokyo sea and tokyo disneyland i'm gonna spiral i'm gonna really like i'm going to hyperventilate i'm gonna do something i i just i'm gonna lose my mind so but i'm really excited to go to the cup of noodles i want to make my own cup of noodles 
I know that sounds so goofy, but I watched this thing on YouTube and this guy goes, or this lady and this woman, wait, this, this boy and this girl go to the cup of noodle. It's, it's like the cup of noodle museum, but in there, there's also an area where you can make your own cup of noodle. Like you could be like, bitch, I want the base to be whatever, whatever, but you know, I'm gonna do spicy. And then you could put like the shrimps, the little chickens, the, the beefs, bitch, they got other shit like some crab shit up in there bitch they got some fish shit some bitch a bunch of stuff and then once you're done they seal they make you you know you they seal it up and then they give it to you and you can put in like this like bubble wrap thing um so i'm like already thinking like bitch i cannot what are my what are like i'm already trying to map out what my cup of noodles about to be like oh i can't wait can you imagine like my fat ass you know i love a spicy the spicy one the spicy shrimp one but sometimes i don't always want the spicy shrimper sometimes i want it to be like a spicy beef you know but bitch can you imagine spicy crab bitch i'm about to just it's gonna be i'm gonna have to bring an extra bag like a, a suitcase because the little bubble wraps that they put it in are kind of big they're like 12 by 12 which is kind of big. My friend brought me one back. Did he bring me one back? I think he brought me one back from when he went to Tokyo. So I'm like, that's going to be like my little gift to Serena too. Because like, she would live for it. She would definitely live for a couple noodles that's like designed with her shit in it. You know, like we're such big top ramen bitches. That's why she need to come on coming to this damn trip with me. Damn, Serena. Ugh. But it's cool, because I would... I feel like... I haven't even been to Tokyo, but I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm ready to go back. Uh, You know? So, I really can't wait for that. There's a Sanrio, like, Hello Kitty, like, amusement... Not amusement park, but, like, theme park. Bitch, I'm gonna try to go to that. There's a Nintendo theme park. Bitch, I'm gonna try to go to that. There's a Sailor Moon Cafe. Bitch, I'm gonna try to go to that. There's just... All the things that I feel I'm going to live for are going to be there. But that's why I'm like, damn, bitch, I'm really going to have to take a little bit longer of a trip because I'm going to take two days in Kyoto. And then from Kyoto, I'm going to also go to Osaka. But, bitch, I also want to go to Nagana or whatever the fuck that shit is where the monkey's at. With the hot springs. You know the monkeys that you be seeing on National Geographic that they be just chilling in the little hot springs? I want to go see the monkeys. I want to see what this motherfuckers is up to. I'm going to be like, bitch, do, do it really feel good up in that, that water? Let me know. You know? Like, I'm trying to see the monkeys. And apparently the monkeys don't really come out till like, December-ish. They're really there all the time. But, like, November, that's when they start to really just live their life. You know? So, I'm gonna, hopefully, I'm going to try to see if I can see them damn monkeys. I could do a little, but my friend was like, oh, it's in the mountains and it's snowing, but it's really pretty. But, you know, I don't really fuck with, like hiking and stuff but i feel like it would be cunt to go see them damn monkeys bitch i'm gonna have to stay there a little bit longer than eight days and the more i'm thinking about it right now i'm just gonna have to stay a little bit longer and the fact that these bitches are but bitch let me tell you something them hotels is expensive <laughs> lord uh, i was thinking like oh maybe like 300 400 dollars a night you know, something like that. Them hotels, like, mm, try $1,100 a night. 
these niggas done opened up that that damn country last month and said, "Well, we gonna y'all niggas gonna have to pay in blood." I said, "A thousand dollars, baby." That's crazy. I had to think about it. I'm like, do I need to lower my expectations? Like, do I need to like, you know, I like to be comfortable when I when I go places. Baby, I, my, this mind got to tinkering. This mind got to popping. And this mind got to wandering. And I started scrolling through these texts. And I said, let me hit this nigga up real quick. Scam this motherfucker out of $10,000 last a couple nights ago. And booked my hotels, bitch. Paid for in full. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, well, let's go on a date. I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He wanted to go on a date. When is it? Um, This Friday. But then he's leaving for Columbia or something. No, he's leaving for Columbia Thursday, Friday or Thursday. And wanted to go on a date. Actually, he really wanted to go on a date. When was it? What is today? Wednesday? Yesterday? Tuesday? When did I scam this nigga? Monday. Bitch, all my days is really fucked up right now. Anyways, I lied to him and said I got fucking COVID. Ain't that a damn bitch? Like, and you know I fucked up on the lie too because he let me use his credit cards. I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast. Damn. Um, <laughs> I be getting too comfortable on this mic. So <laughs> <laughs> He let me use the credit card. I want to say it was, what time was it? Might have been 9-ish, 8.30-ish. I want to say like 8.30. It was like 8.30 or so. And by 1 a.m., he, he blowing me up. I said, oh, I got COVID. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should have just like like said it the next day. Like, oh, my God, I have COVID. Like, I should have been like, oh, yeah, let's go on a date or whatever. He said, that's okay. I can come to you. I said, ooh, got COVID. Anyways, um, what are we going to talk about this today? <sighs> we got to talk about this Kanye stuff. I don't, like, and it's, and you know what's crazy? I was so, like, you know, I don't really fuck with Kanye no more. But this is, I just need, let, let's just talk about Kanye and, yeah, let's get into it. All right, so I know some of the girls on their podcast be having, like, their little ads and stuff like that. Well, bitch, I'm going to do my own ads for my own things, all right? Um, I'm going to do a little promo, a 10% promo for my podcast listeners and my podcast listeners only. So this is not a, a – well, I mean, I guess technically it's public because it's on this podcast. But I'm not putting it to, like, my – Tons of followers on Snapchat or Instagram. It's really just for my podcast listeners. If you use code PODCAST on SawRayBeauty.com, you can get 10% off your entire purchase. Um, If people are familiar with cosmetics and fragrance and stuff like that, they rarely ever do go on sale. And I've never offered a um, discount code until recently for... The website, I mean, I definitely do like little gift with purchases and stuff like that, but really a whole entire um, discount code for the whole order, never. So if you want 10%, go to use code podcast and go to sawraybeauty.com. The whole website is fully stocked and furnished, bitch. It is fully furnished. (laughs) Um, We got the skin brightening creams on there, which is one cream, bitch. It's a skin brightening cream. Um... 
the niacinamide skin brightening cream, the niacinamide eye brightening cream, the collagen serum is there any moment now. The 80 mil, the 2.5 ounce or 2.7 ounce, I can't do the conversion in my head right now, don't ask, um, is going to be available on the site any day now. I have some holiday sets coming out soon. The low pH alpha hydroxy face wash, which is really divine, is on there. It's fully, everything's there, girl. So feel free to stock up um, and use code podcast for 10% off and go to sawraybeauty.com. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right. And so now on to a listener letters. If you have... Um, a concern, a grievance, or want some bad advice, please send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. Today we have a listener letter and it says Solomon help. <laughs> I feel like 90% of these headlines are always help in all caps. Hey Solomon. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Hey Solomon. First, love the podcast. Five out of five stars. All the way, bitch. I have an hour drive some days on my way to work, so it's perfect for my drive-in. Sometimes I get a little too fired up, though, and be repeating things to my coworkers like, do I look like a motherfucking Costco sample to you? Then I catch myself before I get my ass fired. Smart. Anyway, my issue is a little similar to yours, as I'm cute and I make a good like a real good coin but i'm single as fuck and the hard part is i'm generally not interested in any of the men i meet who are actually on my level financially or intellectually in my line of work it's like all the men i meet are either on my level with career and finances and they are weirdos and not attractive or they are fine as fuck and equally broke as fuck Or I have gone a couple dates with attractive professional athletes. They have all been fun, but trash hoes with attitudes for real. And honestly, I'm open to a man making less than me or having a lesser degree than me if he has a real career. I'm just not wanting some fake ass entrepreneur or whack ass fake rich shit that the man be doing on IGD day. Girl, me neither. I do feel like when some guys get to know me, they see my bags, my vehicles, my lifestyle, they get a little intimidated, even though I'm not asking for any of that material stuff from a man at all. But also, I don't want to feel like held back, I guess, because the man I'm with can't afford to travel with me or attend events I want to go to, and I sure as hell don't want a man I got to pay for. I will not be no man's sugar mama. Ew, no, not ever. Some dates I've had have even called me sugar mama jokingly, and I like instantly get turned off. So anyways, my question is one, what advice do you have for my struggle? And two, since you've moved quite a bit and I'm allowed to travel wherever I want to work, where do you suggest living to find the man I want? 
I've been to LA. The men are too thirsty and so fake. Chicago, they can be good, but are hard to find. But are hard to find. Miami, hot as fuck, but dumb. Unvaccinated weirdos. <laughs> These are so accurate. Oh my god. Should I try New York? Background: I'm 30, Dominican, pretty face, and a typical IG whole small waist BBL body. And of course, the niggas I love. <laughs> And the ones that love me are also Dominican, Latino, dark hair, dark eyes, fresh cut, good sneakers, fake ass Drake wannabe hoes. Uh, help. <laughs> Where do I find a retired thug with a big dick? <laughs> Where do I find a retired thug with a big dick, not obsessed with social media, that just want to love me and stay in the background supporting me and my dreams? Shit. Signed, single, educated hoe. Girl, and you put a picture. You look gorgeous, girl. I'm so jealous. Um, work. First off, I don't even know where to begin with this letter because this is really my struggle as well. Um, and a part of me, if I wasn't a jealous hoe, I would probably ignore this in an attempt to. We would be. We're basically fighting for the same man. To be quite honest. Um, cause honestly, that's what I want. Like, so I'm, <clears throat> I don't even know how to answer this because literally this is my dilemma. And it's like, I don't know who to talk to about this. I don't know really like how to go about, like I even, even when I was in therapy for like a very small stint, that didn't work because them niggas didn't know how to fuck to address this either. You know, they were like, well, love is love. Bitch, love ain't just shut up. Shut the fuck up. And then my first therapist, he was like, well, you, what's wrong with dating a white man? I said, you know what? We can't do this. Get out. He was like, you could be reverse racist. I said, oh, no, we're done. We're done. Close out. Cancel. Refund me my $1,400. Thanks. Yeah, I was over it. But so my thing is, and hopefully by talking about this, I can kind of maybe address it for you or give you some sort of advice. Because, girl, I know where you're coming from it is it's a very unique grievance <clears throat> so on one end i you're always told that like oh you know like money's not always but money is very much a big issue for a lot of people and when you get to a certain area where you're making a certain amount of money, you start swimming in a field in an area where you're not amongst a lot of other people, you know? So <clears throat> I was talking to my mom and I, I shared this story, I believe on her birthday last year. And I said, okay, if I want to date someone who's either Latin or black, that's, this is how big the, the pool I'm swimming in. Now, if I want to, th th clearly they got to be gay. So then that's only 20% of the male population, allegedly. So then the pool gets smaller. Now, I kind of want them to have, to make similar money that I make. Well, now that pool's almost damn near empty. I'm not trying to, I'm not saying that to boost me up. I'm not trying to like make it seem like I'm balling. I'm really not. I'm just talking about cold, hard facts. That pool gets smaller. Now, 
I'm swimming in a really, really, really shallow pool. And now I still need you to be attractive. And now I still need to fuck with you. I still need to be cool. Like you still need to be funny. Like you still need to have like a good, you know what I'm saying? And we still got to like be able to like mix. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like not to like say it's impossible, but like that's now it's like, girl, throw in the towel. Like that's not going to happen, you know? So in turn, once you realize that, once you realize like that pool is really, really shallow. And once you realize on top of it, you, they still need to be fine. And then they still need to like smell good, wash their legs, you know, not pee in the shower, be funny. And you, you know, still got to have a great chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully the dick is good. You know, like all that. It's like, oh girl, that you, you ain't going to get it. You're not. So I've come to terms with like, okay, that's never going to happen. So maybe I need to ease up on certain things. You know, what, how can I make this pool wider or bigger? And one of the easiest ones is maybe I can let in some white folks. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I can, you know, so I haven't done that yet, but. I've widened out the pool. Listen, this is what I've been doing lately. I've widened out the pool to where now I'm in I'm introducing other people of color. Okay? So it's not just Latin or black. Now it's now it could be now it could be anybody. And I know some people don't think Middle Easterns are people of color, but I'm talking about like the the you know. So I they they in there now. They they in there. And so now we're going to see how that works. And then so the next step, if that still don't work, I'm thinking one of the next two options is either I can ease up on the income or I can include white people. So here's the thing. If I include the white people, then I can possibly include I don't have to get rid of the income, not to shade nobody. But, you know, that's just what it is. Um, But I'm hoping hopefully I'm not being offensive. But I'm hoping because now the pool of um, ethnicities is wider. It's still not including white people. But now that it's wider, it also includes Asians. And, you know, the Asian man be making the little coinishas. No shade. They be making more coinishas than the white man. But here's the thing about the Asians. The Asians don't really fuck with nobody outside of white men. You know what I'm saying? Not to be shade. It's just, listen, I'm just keeping it a buck and keeping it a hundred. I'm just keeping it a hundred. You know, most Asian gay men just only really fuck with white dudes. They don't even, bitch, not to be shady, bitch, but the Asians don't even fuck with the Asians. <laughs> the gay Asians don't even fuck with the other gay Asians. It be it, not to be shady. They it's they're kind of like low key exclusively only fucking with white dudes, which is fine. That's your prerogative, baby. Enjoy, you know. But um, so that's where I, that's how I'm kind of maneuvering things. Here we go. Here we go. You hear that? Here we go. Here we go. Don't spiral. Don't spiral. All right. So I didn't spiral on the buzzer. Um, where was I? See, now I lost my train of thought. Um, but girl, I get it. I really fucking get it. And <clears throat> like, also, what I like in a perfect world, like, listen, in a perfect world, like, I feel I would want like an ex thug. I really would. Like, I really, a part of me feels like, no, but I just, 
I don't think I can really fully be comfortable and be myself around someone who has not either A, dilly-dallied in the streets, or two, have been adjacent to the dilly-dallians in the streets. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I just, like, I, I don't know how to put it. I don't know, even know how to verbalize this. Because I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm trying to have, like, some Oxford-educated man. Like, no, I'm not saying that. But it's just, like, there's there's something about somebody moving a certain way in the streets or just out and ain't scary. You know, like, you know I don't know how to put it. Like, people with street smarts or people who ain't gone just, like, not saying be rah-rah-rah and turn up on everybody. Not saying all that, but, like... But I just, it's going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be turned off if I see you getting played. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I see you getting played, I'm be like, damn. Like, I'm not going to be turned on anymore. Like, I'm just, that's going to turn me off. Like, I'm not going to like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying, like, fight people, not saying none of that. I'm just saying, like, like, I don't want to, like, it's just something about, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, if y'all know what I'm talking about, y'all know what I'm talking about. But there's a certain man where, like, it's if you can't move and shake in a certain area, it's not going to click for me. It's going to be really hard for me to click. Like, I don't want no scary man. I don't want no, like, you know, looking over your shoulder type man. Like, I don't want no, like, you know, like, let me lock my doors real quick type man. Like, I don't need all that. I don't need no no scary niggas. I just don't. It's not for me. I don't enjoy it. It turns me off. It drives me nuts. Motherfuckers who be like really scared, like scary niggas don't, I just hate it. So needless to say, that's where I'm like, damn, like where are the retired thugs at? Like you said, like where, I wouldn't like, you don't need to be running scams or nothing like that. But I definitely want like a nigga with that type of mentality to where like, oh, like for instance, like, my accountant, you know, he'd be like, okay, girl, you over here spending money on this bullshit. Now, the way you know how to flip this money, you could turn this type of money into this, you know, and I'm doing legal shit. I'm not doing, you know, I'm putting it back into my businesses. I'm buying Coochie Clorox products, you know, like, so it's, he's like, bitch, if you flip your money, it's going to be like this. That's what I like. Like, I like somebody who has that type of mentality, like, and not saying you can't learn that through, you know, going to school and getting a business degree of course you can but there's something about that street mentality not too deep bitch not too deep don't you don't got to be too deep where you just institutionalize anything but there's something about that that i just really fucks with and it's just like it's like somebody who speaks your own language almost you know like somebody who just speaks your fucking language you don't feel and when i'm at home like i want you to just i want to not be uptight. I went on this date with this dude last week and I was just like, I don't want to say like I was uptight, but I was like, this is so like not relaxed, you know, like, and there is a part of me and maybe you feel this too, girl, where like, like, 
I don't know how to put it. Like you might have to not really let yourself be seen too quick. I have a really big, that's also another like thing about me when it comes to dating. I get really scared of letting people see me too quick. You know, like they be like, they be like, oh, you got Instagram? Nope, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I ain't got none of that. What you mean? I ain't got none of it. You know, are people like, oh, I would love to hear your podcast. Please don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want people to see me too early. Like, because if you don't know, like, yes, this is an extension of who I am. This is who I am. But it's like, sometimes if you don't get to know me and my heart and who I am, it's going to be a little off putting, I think, for some people. You know, like some people just want really cookie cutter, reg regular, regular, boring things, you know, and that's just not me. I'm a lot, bitch. I'm a lot of stuff, bitch. So it's like a part of me is like part of me dating is like I'm scared to let people for me to be super comfortable. Because when I'm super comfortable, like when I first meet someone, I don't want to say like, what's what's a cold switch? I don't want to say I co-switch, but I do co-switch. Like, initially, like, it doesn't matter if I'm meeting someone on a romantic basis or whoever. I'm always, oh, hi, nice to meet you. You know, I'm just a co-switcher, sounding like fucking Mickey Mouse. Once I get comfortable with you, then the real Solomon gonna come out. Then the real comfortable Solomon about to come out. And maybe that's who I need to be on day one. But nonetheless, I just feel like, Sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I can't really fully be myself right out the gate. Because it's a lot, bitch. It's really a fucking lot. I get it. And I know some... It's just too much. Um, what, what advice do you have for my struggle? Number two, since you moved... Um, I couldn't fuck with LA because the last thing... I, and I've said this a million and one times. I can't be in no fucking place. And somebody's like, so what do you do for a living? I'm sorry, What? You didn't even ask me what my name was. What do I do for... Get out of my face. Get out of my face before I smush you, bitch. Like, don't do me like that. You know what I'm saying? I be lying to the motherfuckers in LA. I just lie instantly. Be like, bitch, I'm a, I'm a, a, a student. And that's the best way. If y'all if y'all ever go out in LA and somebody's trying to size you up and you don't want to be bothered, just lie and say you a student. You know? Just lie and say you a student, baby. That is the easiest way to get somebody out of your face. They do not give a fuck. They be like, oh, this person is broken, has no resources. Um, Yeah, I don't really fuck with LA. What was the other place? I definitely don't fuck with Miami, bitch. Ooh, I don't fuck with Miami. Uh, they are hot, but bitch, they are like dumb. Like dumb. Like you can see the wheels in their head turning like it's not even i don't even think the wheels is turning baby the wheels is just stuck they need to be greased up bitch oiled up them wheels ain't they stopped turning years ago something is in the water in miami because them niggas is dumb who they are they are pretty they are dumb. They are just dumb. I know, and it's you know what? And I'm gotta be real careful because I know some people I really fucked with live in Miami. <laughs> but I've never met a smart Miami person ever in my life. They are they are all just really dumb. Gorgeous, but just just real like like dirt to dirt dumb. Not even like dumb, like 
oh, I had no idea about that. It's just like dur to dur. Like it's like the, the synapses in the brain ain't synapsing. It ain't the brain don't work. The brain don't work. The brain's not developed. You know, it's really given um, learning disabilities over there in Florida. It really, I don't know what it is. That's why I don't think I ever want to like visit it for too long. I don't know what it, something's going on in Florida and we won't know now. We won't know now. But if global warming don't take us out, we'll learn in like 200, 300 years. They'll, they'll, they'll figure out what happened in Florida. They'll be like, uh-uh, this is, this is what happened because they are dumb. Um, so, no, I couldn't do Miami. The thing about New York, I think that is weird and very exclusive to New York is I feel like in any situation, you're always looking for the next best thing. Whether you're looking for the next way to save money, you're looking for the next place to buy cake, you're looking for the next place to buy a slice of pizza, you're looking for the next place to go out at night, you're looking for the next brunch spot, whatever's the best thing. You're also looking for the next best hookup. You're looking for the next person to date. Like it's it's so like next best thing, next best thing, next. Like I, I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. And then you find something lit, and you're like, mm, I'll chance it. Let me. I, I think I can. I can. Take it up a notch. What's the next best thing? You know, so it's very that. Um, I think maybe the guy that you would be looking for probably would be here. Because, listen, straight women, y'all got it a little bit better. Y'all y'all could find yourself a little retired thug with some good dick and a good old Koinesha and got the nice, fresh, crisp sneakers. They be out here, bitch. They be out here. I be seeing bitches with them. And I'd be jealous. I'd be jealous. Okay. I'd be really jealous. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to transition. <laughs> I am, bitch. I'm really about to fucking transition. I'm so tired of you bitches getting all the fine niggas. Like, it's so annoying. Ugh, and they be rich too, smelling good, fresh haircut every three to four days, bitch nice whips too they live at home with their moms but that's fine you know what i'm saying like they got the nice whips smelling good every car always be clean car always be clean just just great beard always nice luxurious skin pop everything just good and just fucking with bitches so i'm like Child, I'm about to just go ahead and chop this motherfucking dip, dick off and put my body full of estrogen or whatever the, the fuck I need to do to transition and just be Savannah because that's the only way I'm going to get one of them. But, bitch, you could try it. You know what? Honestly, my story is very depressing. You could come your ass to New York and be... I'm, I already, I'm looking at what you look like right now, bitch. You would eat living out here, bitch. You would eat down... They would eat you down to the ground, bitch. And you could find yourself a little, you could find yourself a man who's honestly, <clears throat> listen, you said you're 30, you could find yourself like a little 38, 39, 41, 42 year old man who ain't really about the street life no more, but still, still is plugged in and still, you know, got his shit together. And now he's doing like probably working construction or like, I don't know what retired thug niggas be doing anymore, but like. He just, he ain't really about that life. He probably he probably don't even live at home with his mom no more. No shade, because a lot of the 
you know, a lot of those girls, especially the Latin girls, man, excuse me, they, they be like, they don't ever leave their mama's house. They don't. Right? And it's wild because it's like they have the means to, they just don't. It's a cultural phenomenon. I don't know what that's about. Um, I mean, I grew up in a black family, so you know how it is with the black folks. Child, bitch, the day you turn 18, they ready to kick your ass out. <laughs> we got to stop doing that, black people. <laughs> we really do, though. We really do. We got to stop kicking our kids out at such young ages. Like, we really fucking do. We got to take a... We ain't got to take the full page from the Latin community and keep y'all niggas in the house till 50. But we can't kick you out on the 18th birthday. That's ridiculous. Asking motherfuckers to pay for rent and shit. Come on, now. That's a discussion we, as a, as a community, we need to have. Because that shit is ridiculous. And it's only setting us up for failure. And that's the reason why Kanye can say what the fuck he want and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> you kick us out of the goddamn house too early. Um, but yeah, girl, come on up to New York. I would say come to New York, bitch. Um, I feel like Chicago could be too. I really do. I feel like Chicago could be good. Chicago might, I, you know what? <clears throat> but no, Chicago low-key dangerous, bitch. I mean, New York's dangerous, but no, Chicago's sh- shooting up, kill them up. I wouldn't be there. I would say New York. I would try New York. I feel like the men, you could find yourself a little man. And then, you know, like I said, who's, you know, 39, 40, 41, you know, got his shit together real good. Just bought a house, probably in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Good, 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 good man making at least a minimum of six figures, period, because you have to to live in New York. There's I don't even know how to survive if you don't. So he's doing good. And then on top, you can have your little scammer boyfriend on the side. A little 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Running through the Bronx. Scamming. That sounds divine, bitch. <sighs> Must be nice to be a woman. Yep. <clears throat> Y'all keep riding into this damn show with these grievances and making me feel some type of way about myself. I'm really about to transition. Because I feel like that's the only pathway to my happiness. <laughs> I really am, bitch. I'm like, because this is really not, I'm so like... I'm just at a point now to where like I'm, I can't. I don't want to be nobody's sugar mama or I mean sugar daddy. I can't do it. I just need someone to come in. What's that Landon Romano thing? I'm looking for a real man. Let me pl- actually let me play it right now. Oh my god. Okay, I think I oh, I found it. Okay, oh, here we go. This is it. This is so me, bitch. You know what I might got my own money, but I'm sick of taking care of my goddamn self. I need a real man to step to the motherfucking front line and take over. Hold a bitch down. The fuck you talking about? And they always come up, ooh, the things I would do for you if we was together trying to sweet talk me. Bitch, do, do it now. now. What's holding you back? Because the bills do, do now, now, not later. later. So send the motherfucking funds. And then we could discuss, discuss. an arrangement. In a, a potential relationship, relationship between you and I. Don't try to get some motherfucking punani from me and then run off into the sunset with another bitch with an empty coin purse. I don't listen, I don't get down like that. I need the proof of currency. Bitch, this like the motherfucking bank when you're trying to get a loan. I need something up front. 
I need the motherfucking proof. Bitch. Now send me that shit now, daddy. <laughs> that is literally me right now. Uh, like, I can take care of myself, but like, I need a man to come up. And you know what? This is this response is taking too damn long, girl. I'm depressed now. And anyways, I hope, girl, life works out for you. And I know it will. It will. You're doing well, sweetie. Um, but I would suggest coming to maybe New York. See what it's see what it's given. Turn your little dating profiles on to New York. See what see what see what 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 you pull. You know what I'm saying? See see what's going on, and then write back and keep us posted. All right, keep us posted. And if anyone else wants to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon Ray dot com. And I'm moving right along. All right, and so what do I have beef with today? Um, I don't really have much beef. Honestly, let me think, let me think, let me think. There is just something that's been, like, burning my biscuits, and I just don't really want to get into it much. And I think I've said this, maybe I've mentioned this on the podcast before, not sure, but the Madonna slander needs to end. You need to just, it needs to end. I don't know. I don't know where people think they're going with this, but it's never going to end well. Madonna time and time and time and time and time again has always been on the right side of history while your granny and your daddy and your nasty ass uncle has been on the wrong. So let's, it's like every time I walk up on the internet, I see somebody saying some slick shit about Madonna, and I'm just like, where are we in society where they think this is okay? Are we losing touch? with Like, what's, what is happening? Where is this shift coming from? Do the girls not know who the material girl is? Do they not understand her impact? Her legacy? The icon? Listen, I'm not going to run down on the accomplishments and the thing this lady has done for women, people of color, people in the Middle East, as well as the LGBTQ community. I'm not going to do that because it will take another hour and a half for me to do this. But um, keep it cute when it comes to Madonna. All right. Just there's there's no need. There's no need. Spend some time figuring out what this late lady has done. And what she means to these communities. Madonna is always on the right side of history. Okay. So let's not, let's put a little bit more respect on her name. Not just her as a person, but even as an artist. The originator of so, like, I don't really want to get into it. Um, I also noticed that, like, she mentioned how, like, it was like, I think it's like the 30th day of, um, I'm 30th day, 30th year anniversary of erotica and the sex book. And basically for the girls who wasn't around during that time. And I was young at this time, but I remember it being a, a commotion. Okay. A commotion, like her career almost damn near ended. That's when she really had to fucking come back with that baby face, but not bullshit. Cause it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Take a bow. Um, she had to really soften it up because she almost ended her fucking career over this. 
And basically, she was basically like, you know, celebrating the anniversary and was like, you know, this is the reason why, you know, Cardi B can talk about wet ass pussy and Kim Kardashian can whatever, whatever. Um, which is true. Not a lie was spoken. And I guess Cardi B got upset about it. And then Jason Lee, I don't know how he became the uh, moderator of it. Not to shade Jason Lee. I was just, I didn't know he had Madonna on the line. That's gaggy work. (laughs) When I tell you Madonna be heavy with the gays, baby, Madonna said, let me get a gay involved. She said, don't even bother with Barbara Walters or, you know, Diane Sawyer or none of the, like, you know, esteemed white, you know, journalists. She said, let me get a gay. Who is a gay that can get me on the line with Cardi B? And then, like, I guess they flattened, you know, they figured it out and they talked over the phone. It was in and out. There was no beef, you know. But, um... Madonna was right. Love Cardi down to the ground. Love me some Bel Calise. Ooh, I love me some Bel Calise. Alamalan Kanzar, Alakazam. I love me some Bel Calise. But baby, Madonna was right. You know? So let's just, the thing is, just don't, not too much, okay? Not too much on Madonna. Now, I just, I, I, that is one of my all-time favorites. And there's some times where she be doing some cringy shit, but I'm like, you know what? Leave that woman alone. And you know what? Another thing that really gets on my nerves, and I'm going to really end it, is I really hate when Madonna be on. First off, Madonna Surge lately, this new facelift she got, baby, she looked, these photos for the last year, she been looking divine. Okay, she's been looking real divine. But you know what it's really getting on my nerves? Is when I think she's like in her 60s now. Hold on, let me see how old Madonna is. Suri. What's the nice? Not her name's not Suri. Suri. Madonna A. She's 64. Um, the girls are really commenting on her, being like, oh, she's old, she's old, she's old. Da 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 da. Why is she dressed like this? Da 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 da. She looks old, she looks old, she looks old. Yeah, she's 64. You know what I'm saying? And quiet as it's kept, not to be shady, and I'm not trying to, like, go tit for tat, but I think she looks phenomenal, phenomenal for 64. You know what I'm saying? The girls be talking about how these women be looking crusty and dusty, but, bitch, it's like, you got to look at your mama. Your mama probably looking real crusty, crustier. You know, not saying either or is just, you know, but I'm just saying like, just, 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 you know what, as a general rule of thumb, just keep it cute when it comes to Madonna. There's a lot of other musicians and celebrities that really put themselves out there that you can really like eat them up a little bit. Madonna's really not the one. She's really not the contributions, the things she's done for different communities, you know, being threatened to be murdered for performing in certain areas in the Middle East and going against the, like, the the things this woman has done, I'm not getting into it, but just, let's not, let's just, let's not talk about it. Let's just leave that woman alone and continuously give her her flowers because she is the, the Don Diva. She's truly the Don Diva. She's really the Don Diva. 
supreme. So, not too much, okay? Not too much. Moving right along. All right, and then so my clothing, closing thoughts, final thoughts. Um, I would say, um, don't download or play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, it's available on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PCs, and all that other shit, bitch. Um, I made the mistake of like three weeks ago downloading this game. I'm now at like 150 hours in. I don't even know how many hours are in a week. But I'm deep into this game. And it's consuming hours and hours and hours of my life every day. I go to sleep thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. And um, I will say it calms me down it's a nice little like break from reality um it's fun it's a nice little game but girl if you have things you need to do only play this game if you are single ain't got a job or if you have a job you can afford to not be at it or work for yourself or um just this is not a game for people with hectic lives it's not for you All right, so I just want to give that warning to you right now. Um, You might become unemployed. You might get fired. Actually, I have another thing. I thought, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? I feel like I shouldn't. I feel like I should save this for another day because I don't want to offend too many people by what I have to say. Um... No, maybe I'll I'll save it for another day because no, actually, this is my final thought. No, (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't say this because it's like so not nice, but I feel like it needs to be like some things are not nice, but needs to be said. Um, No, because then it's going to be like, look what I did and look what you couldn't do. That's how it's going to be perceived, but that's not what it is. Um, You know what? No, I better not. Because I really feel like this could be misconstrued and it might take a little bit longer for me to flesh this out. <sighs> Maybe I'll do it next week. Um, But yeah, that's kind of really the, 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 the rest of the show. It's done. Um, yeah. That's about it. Aside from that, remember, you can get 10% off using promo code podcast on SolRayBeauty.com. And plus, free shipping on orders, $80 or more, only in the U.S. Oh, and for the girls who are like, bitch, the U.K., the U.K., okay, it's going to be up in like a week, okay? I promise you. Blame Disney Dreamlight. (laughs) Honestly, because I did say like it was going to be up, um... Shipping to the UK will be up next week. And clearly it didn't. It's really because I've been playing Disney Dreamlight. I could really sit down right now and 
work on shipping for the UK and spend the next like three, four hours doing this. But I'm not. I know this is really not what you want to hear. I'm going to close this. I'm going to play Disney Dreamlight for one hour. Then I'm going to go to the gym. And then I'm going to come back, eat, cook, and then play for like five hours. So it's not going to happen today. But I promise you it's going to happen next week. Shipping to the UK. It w- listen, we did we did Canada. Little by little, guys. Let me just give me a moment. <laughs> Cause literally I could really open up shipping throughout the whole entire world if I really wanted to right now. But it just takes a moment. And I'm procrastinating. But but girls who live in the United States, if you spend eighty dollars or more, you get free shipping plus ten percent off using promo code podcast now actually let me put that promo code up right now before i fucking forget and walk off and publish this motherfucking episode and the girls over here in these the inbox talking about the code didn't work but i placed the order anyways because <laughs> that's how the girls are i love y'all gotta be like didn't work um something didn't work or this didn't add did it anyways all right so yes that's really about it aside from that take care of yourself and each other until next week Bye.